By the way, she's hot. I like her. Uh, (laughs) And she wants that little teenage dick, too. Let's be honest. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Anime Club After Dark's Movie Reviews, a spoiler-free discussion detailing the good, the bad, and the downright ridiculous of anime movies. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai, and I am joined tonight by our poser extraordinaire, Natai. I feel like parkouring right now so hard. Parkour, mother! I do parkour! I do parkour! Uh, and that is part of the reason that uh, Natai and I have uh, decided to join you all tonight, because he and I are going to be reviewing the very recently um, released anime movie, Bubble. So it is another mm. one of our wonderful spoiler-free movie reviews. This time we are doing um, Bubble, which released um, back in uh, May... Uh, or excuse me, in April of 2022 on uh, Netflix worldwide. Uh, Which is so before- really weird. Sorry to cut you off, it's just really oh, weird. Because I know that Netflix was on April 1st, another movie called The Bubble. So I, uh, I I don't know what they were thinking with that. Yeah, I know that is that was really weird. I, I'm sure it's kind of a coincidence, but yeah, there's a there are two movies that were two Netflix quote unquote Netflix original movies released in April. That both had bubble in the title. One which is called Bubble, which is what we're reviewing tonight. The other one's called The Bubble, which apparently sucked. I'm, I'm, from every marketing thing I saw, it I'm not surprised. Um, but let's actually get into some of the uh, nitty gritty of what this is and uh, who was responsible for it. So this movie, uh, there were a lot of heavy hitters in the anime industry that were brought in to uh, make this movie. First off, the movie itself was directed by uh, Tetsuro Araki, who is a name you probably recognize if you've ever watched Death Note, High School of the Dead, or the first three seasons of Attack on Titan when it was at Studio Wit, uh, because he directed all of those. Uh it certainly has a, a, a flair for a, a highly dramatic and, um, uh, shall we say, stylized action sequences. <laughs> I mean, he, I mean, Araki, like his style is very much like he knows how to build like this big moments that feel bigger than anything you've ever seen. Like, for God's sake, he made a, a high school student eating chips like the most epic thing you've ever seen, right? So I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, that's. That's the guy for, like, a big event, like, you know... Making the mundane very dramatic. Yeah. Quote-unquote blockbuster movies, I guess. And also, let's not forget, directed High School of the Dead, he gave us the greatest bullet time shot ever. Man, those physics were something else. (laughs) Those boob physics, man, ain't got shit on Dead or Alive. What are you talking about? (laughs) Um, High School of the the Dead or Alive, sorry. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Keep going. Um... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the movie itself was a collaborative effort in the writing department between a heavyweight Genra Abuchi, who you probably know from Fate Zero, Madoka Magica, Psychopaths, and a number of other things. Um, uh, Naoko Sato, who from what I can tell is far more involved in um, uh, video game production than uh, anime production. And Renji Oki, who, as far as both myself and Natai can determine, has never written anything in the anime space before. As yeah, I don't know. It's it's funny because like a big like the big hoo ha of like this movie before it came out, like the big marketing push was it's directed by Tetsuro Araki, it's written by Ken Rupucci, and like it, it never like I never noticed like 
I don't think in the marketing it ever like talked about like more than one writer. So when I started watching the movie, they list like th- listed three different writers. Like, uh, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, when I first saw that, I thought, well, maybe this was originally these other two people's idea as a collaborative effort, and Genaro Abuchi was the one who adapted their idea into like a screenplay for the anime, which I could see happening. Um. But apparently that's not the case, or at least if it is, I can't find evidence of it. Um, but yeah, it was a collaborative effort, which is unusual for Genorobuchi. He is typically a solo worker. Um, the anime movie itself was produced by uh, Wit Studio, um, obviously known for Attack on Titan, um, more recently known for um, Ranking of Kings, which is absolutely phenomenal if you haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Um. Uh, and uh, so, when was this released? So, this actually, this film, as we mentioned, was released worldwide on Netflix on April 28, 2022. However, it did have an early screening at the Berlin International Film Festival back in February 10th. Um, and then it was released theatrically in Japan on May 13th, 2022. Um, I tried as hard as I could to find any kind of information about the budget it cost to make this movie, I could not find any. Um, all the original sources that I usually use to find this stuff did not list any uh, for this particular movie. So it may, may be a while before we get any kind of information on the budget. But just as of the time of recording this, I couldn't find any information. And as of the time of recording this, in fact, specifically as of June uh, 2nd, 2022, um, in Japan at least, uh, with its theatrical release, it has made uh, 509309 US dollars at the Japanese box office. Yeah, and we don't really know if it was successful or wasn't as far as the next... I, I next have to imagine so. it cost way more than that to make it. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I haven't seen any headline of uh, Bubble is the most watched um, film on Netflix for like the past month. Like, I haven't seen anything like that, so I don't know. And uh, last but not least, before we get into talking about the art and animation, um, the film itself has a total runtime of 100 minutes. So um, it's not that long, uh, just over an hour and a half. Yeah, it, it goes by pretty quickly. It does, it does. So let's actually talk about the um, the art and animation, which I think personally, and, and feel free to disagree with me if you do, this is where the movie shines. Like, like it's a feast for the eyes, like especially oh, yeah. the background art. Yeah, it's very very colorful. Like a lot, like it pops. It really, really pops. It it just looks great. I love the I love the like the vistas we see of like this sort of yeah this dystopian Tokyo like just falling apart, just covered by the ocean. It's it looks great. It looks really really good. And that's also something to to um, you know point out. Like the whole premise of the story, which we'll get into. Um, does revolve around a dystopia, sort of a, a natural disaster of sorts, where Tokyo itself, or most of Tokyo, is pretty much completely flooded. And the the background art does a really good job of showing like the decay and the um, the um, the structural damage of what being in, engulfed in water would do to a lot of buildings over time. Um, yeah. And I, I got to give props to, you know, the water animation in particular. Like it, It's absolutely gorgeous. I mean, the water looks good, but that parkour animation is what steals the show. 
Yeah, that that and that is very true. And you're introduced to it very very early on in in the movie. In fact, within the first ten minutes, you're just dumped right into the very first uh, parkour scene. I mean, and like battle fluidity. <laughs> yeah, the, the the fluidity of the character movements is like just absolutely gorgeous oh yeah um, it's it's and, like and you it. mentioned it um uh before when we started before we started recording that um uh the cinematography of those action sequences they're reminiscent of what was done in attack on titan right so in, in attack on titan you have the scenes where they're like you know flying through the trees with the 3d movement gear right yeah and the camera the quote-unquote camera are the view of the audience is like always moving around and sometimes you get these panning shots or these you know twisting shots or, or whatever it happens to be that you feel like there's an actual camera in the scene recording this with attack yeah, on sight like the three- very similar to how the parkour scenes are done um in in bubble yeah, the 3D camera movements like is it'll com- like combined with the 2D animation. It just really, really reminded me of those early seasons of Attack on Titan because like it, it's it's very exciting. It's like the the momentum of the animation just like it's out of this world. It looks great. It feels yeah. very great. Like, and I love the choreography. I love how each we'll get to the characters, but I do like how each character's animation sort of reflects their personality to some extent they're like they're very distinct in how they go about running around the environment and it it, it looks fantastic it really does yeah um it, it does seem like the way that the characters move really suits like their actual design because obviously not every character is designed the same they have different body types and like the ones that are taller and are built bigger seem to have actually have weight to their steps yeah it's 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 really good it's kind of a subtle thing but it works really really well um and also you mentioned it like the the 3d camera movement is is done really in a 2d space i'm not going to say that there's no um 3d cg in this in this um in this movie because there is um but the scenes where you actually have that 3d camera movement around the 2d characters and, and animation it actually works really well and it's something i think with is generally good at um they did it really well in attack on titan and they've done it pretty well in some other things like as much as we should on something like cabinary for its lacking story like it's it's camera work is still really good and it's something that wit has just become really really good at yeah like absolutely like talented people are working there and it shows it's this movie looks terrific yeah um and something else that I think uh, plays into what, what I want to talk about next and also plays into the cinematography is w- during those action sequences, um, the, the parkour scenes, um, the movement of the characters really does sync up very, very well to the music that you're hearing. Which um, is and uh, composed by... Composed by, well, if you've ever watched Attack on Titan, you've heard his music before too. It's Hiroyuki Swano who has scored Attack on Titan, Aldnoa Zero, Promare. Uh, most recently, he uh, did 86, which all of these have absolutely fantastic sound. Kill a kill. Kill a kill, yeah. I mean, the, the man is like the go to. Like, if you want a, a big, bombastic, emotional soundtrack, this is the guy you hire. And it shows, like, like the music in this, like, fucking turn that shit up to 11 and just leave it on repeat. Yeah, I, I love the soundtrack. I love how it's, uh, there's, like, this main theme that's ke- that keeps coming back. It's, like, sort of, like, humming type of song. And it's, like, it's it's great and it's beautiful. And I love how it's sort of, uh, like, when I'm more um, aggressive and somewhat, somewhat 
evil forces introduced in the movie. I love how that theme is sort of like turned on its head and is used yeah. like in like appropriately so. And I like I like it. It's a really like I don't know if it's you, his uh, best soundtrack, but it's it's pretty good. I wouldn't say it's his best soundtrack, but it's it's certainly up there. Did you notice that you're talking about the the repeating theme that you hear throughout the movie? Yeah. Did you happen to notice where that was sourced from? Where was that sourced from? What do you mean? How many anime have you ever watched in your life that take place in a high school? All of them. You've heard that sound before then. Is that the bell? It is the bell. Really? <laughs> it's exactly where it's sourced from. I did not. I did not make. Ha, ha, ha. I did not. Oh, huh. I never realized. I didn't realize that. That's exactly movie. where it's. We actually. So when when the re, when I watched this, we actually had a watch party in our Discord server for this movie, and that's where I watched it. Um, and I I mentioned this to the people that were were watching. It's like, isn't that just the school bell from like every high school anime ever? And everyone's like, yeah. Huh. I'm surprised you didn't notice that. I don't know. I was like, I didn't. This is. A, I'll go, I'm gonna have to go back and check, but I don't know. Did, didn't make that connection. I mean, it makes um, sense. Again, like the the character who hums it, like has this like sort of sailor, like high, like middle school sort of outfit to her. So yeah. Um. Something else to um to bring up is that this movie has an op, <laughs> and it's pretty good. Uh. I. I mean. The song is great. I love Eve. I I am happy. Like more people are like, like it, they get more exposure thanks to these projects like this one and Jujutsu Kaisen. They're great. They're awesome. Mm-hmm. In terms of like the animation, it's fine. Like a lot. Like while watching it, like there's some bits in it. I was like, is that like just footage for the movie? And I was right. So that kind of like to me, it sort of takes away from a good op. Uh, mm-hmm. It's fine. Like. Okay, what what do just... you think about because this isn't unique in in movies like your name for example does have an op of sorts as and well. It's a, it's what do you a think? Fantastic of, what, op. Yeah, what what do you think of like anime movies that have these series style ops in them near the beginning? I like them. I don't know. Like the, just like a good op for a show. I, if there's like a good op to a movie, I, I like it. Then I don't know. Hmm. It's like I I, it's I, I get regardless I give, of the animation. I give that it a certainly helps up. when the music is good. <laughs> yeah. Again, like I go back, like we I mentioned before we started recording, but like Your Name has a, a fantastic OP, which has a great song by Rad Williams, and like the animation is great, and it has a lot of like foreshadowings and like things that like set up uh, moments in the movie that you don't pick up on first time when you watch it, but when you go back, you're like, ah, oh, you you realize the foreshadowing, you know? Yeah, like a good OP. Uh, yeah, yeah, and just don't don't give the whole thing away though. <laughs> Yeah, it's something that OPs in general have a very difficult time not doing. <laughs> um, so let's actually talk about the story since we've uh, mentioned it a couple of times. Uh, I think the story can be summed up in one word: park. Well, three words: parkour, motherfucker. Yeah, so pretty much uh, a big bubble dropped in Tokyo, and, and yeah. So I, yeah, I wanted to ask about that. So at the beginning of of the movie. It was my first like red flag with the narrative is that there's this giant like lore dump uh, for lack of a better term where you just have someone talking about things that happened and off screen and uh like you just kind of have to take it at face value and like I I I get it you don't want to spend an enormous amount of time setting up the world and because you'd rather show rather than tell but do you have to just dump it all at the beginning I mean it's kind of like it's not the most elegant like exposition dump I've ever seen. 
it's fine it's there it's just the thing is it just raises more questions about like so like you have this like setup of like okay so these bubbles showed up of nowhere and slowly they like sort of trapped tokyo in this bigger bubble and yeah like it there was this explosion and tokyo is like pretty much just like drowned in in the sea of bubbles like okay yeah and then they mentioned things like oh like kids ran away to hide in this city and it's like it, it, there's so many questions like why where are the police <laughs> What about the yeah. outside world? Why don't people uh, just Moshi, leave? Moshi Moshi police desk? Yeah. I don't know. Like, there's I, I, a lot, it so, raises a lot of questions. It's not the most I, Thai I, world building I've ever seen. No, it's not. I do like the, the general premise, though. So something happens that isolates a, a large city like Tokyo from the rest of the world. It kills a lot of people, and it renders a bunch of children as orphans, right? Yeah. And so the orphans come back to the place to kind of live there because they have nowhere else to go. And they start to build their own little society. Like that idea, I actually kind of like. I just wish they'd gone in a much better direction stuff than they like, did with Bubble. Like so, so uh, what was her name? Uh, Makoto. I don't remember the name of the the glasses girl, right? Who's by uh, the way? Yeah, Makoto. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, by the way, she's hot. I like her. Uh, <laughs> oh, and she wants that little teenage dick too. Let's be honest. That's I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway. So, like, there is a moment when she talks about, like, how one of the the kids is being, like, reckless. And she's like, don't get, don't, don't uh, make me contact HQ and let, let them know about this or they'll, like, evict all of you. And I'm like, wait, wait, what? And they never developed that. They never go back and, like, develop all of that. I'm like, uh... Th- like- let, let me be, let's be honest. That's not the only thing they ever do that with. Like, there's a lot of ideas that are brought up and they're mentioned. And they're mentioned as sort of, like, kind of big ideas. And then they never develop them. Great, great example is, like, they have throughout the, the city of Tokyo, um, while they're doing these parkour events, there are these, like, random gravity anomalies that pop up. And they never explain them. They, they, they like to say it's a big deal, you shouldn't get near them, you shouldn't touch them, and then they never expand on where they came from, how they work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's weird. It's really, really weird. I don't know. Um, I don't know, it, it's just like, it, if you have questions about the story, don't want answers. <laughs> it's very <laughs> strange. Like, it doesn't, like, Dovey doesn't try to, like, explain its world all that much, how it works, and, like, I don't know. It's very, very strange. Which is again weird a lot to be coming from. It's it's weird coming from Ginnarabuchi, who is someone who um, is known for world building. Yeah, I don't know. Like, and I think it's weird. Like the movie is very has a lot of things. It's like to just like like be all about. Ooh, look at this! Look at these themes! Like, there's like a parallel in this movie to The Little Mermaid, and it's like it's very kind of surface level like the sort of comparison between them and i'm like eh, it doesn't do anything drastically interesting with it you know it's kind of disappointing yeah um, it is like i feel like they only put the whole little mermaid thing in there it's like hey we're surrounded by water people fall in they can swim there's someone who wants to be more than they are yeah little mermaid motherfucker like i don't know it's just like so so like that so we so the setup is like this dystopian sort of tokyo that we that we see throughout this movie and like the sort of and so the big uh let's say shtick of the movie they introduce is like how this like society operates is through what they call battle core or battle parkour uh, which 
if like honestly that's like the best thing about the movie i love i, I love that i i'm kind of surprised that i haven't seen a whole lot of like parkour focused i, I remember it was Prince. what was it princess Prince stride. stride yeah i don't know if it was any good See, I feel like they what they should have done is is even just take out all the the fucking like mystical magical bullshit and just give us parkour in a dystopian destroyed city. I feel like that could work. I mean, I don't know. That, that's the thing about it because when so like the parkour is great and we we mentioned the animation is fantastic, but like you you get a lot of very creative like way these characters traverse this dystopian world. And like yeah. you have like a, like the main character is like so good at it, it can jump over these like floaty bubbles and it, it looks fantastic. It's like really exhilarating. It's it's great. I, I love these moments, but yeah, it's just strange that they don't don't develop like a whole lot more with the world around them. And I don't know. Speaking of the main character, however, um, I want so a, a good chunk of the story does revolve around the main character Hibiki and um the main female character of Uta, who is, like, the bubble girl. Pretty much bubble girl. <laughs> She's literally just a bubble girl. Um, and, like, a good chunk of it is them, like, teaching her, like, the ways of the world because she seemed to be very ignorant. She doesn't know how to speak initially. She um, is the little mermaid. <laughs> she is, yeah, she is the little mermaid. Um, and a good chunk of it revolves around... Uh, the main character of Hibiki becoming closer and closer to to Uta, and like you see that there's like this almost pseudo romance forming between them, and then like by the midpoint, the fucking pacing accelerates to fucking light speed. You have all these things happening all at once, and then they're like, okay, we have a goal, let's go, and then it's just done. And like I don't know, it's it's weird because their relationship, I think it built it's built up pretty well to a certain point, like. There's one of my, I think the best thing in the movie is uh, after there's like this very emotional sort of like um, uh, exchange between the two and like he's like totally open up to her and they have this there's this one scene of them both of them just parkouring there's no dialogue in that scene it's just like guided and motivated by the music and it's the best thing in the movie it's fantastic I love it so much mm. it's like it's, I agree it it's is great the best it's great movie. for this scene alone I would recommend watching the movie. Um, and like and that happens right after like a sort of a conflict is being resolved with other groups in this uh world but yeah the moment that ends like it just like the movie just sprints toward its climax and it's like it just kind of not really in a not really satisfying manner you know it just happens it's like oh okay like the climax just happens that's the thing there is yeah, some foreshadowing to things happening almost out of nowhere yeah, like I, there's like they build up towards a sort of climax with her character, you know, like her disposition or whatever, and I'm fine with that. But then like the sort of like climax of the world, I suppose to some extent, like like the the bigger like moment of the movie, it just happens, and it's like okay, I guess we're doing this, and it's like, mm. like honestly, I would have preferred if the movie like didn't like. I would prefer if, like, the, the quote-unquote more action-packed climax of the movie wasn't a thing and it was just, like, laid down to, like, an emotional climax with her character, you know? Without I that. agree. I think it would have been I, I 100% bit, way agree. better. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, maybe it did need more time to actually develop um, its ending and develop some of that... Um, some of the other characters in in the movie itself, because I feel like there were a lot of the other um, secondary characters that got almost no development whatsoever. They just seem to be there to fill the space. I mean, 
I don't know. It just, eh. I really don't know. It's got, it's just kind of like they're there. Well, I and it, it kind of brings me to like you know summarizing my thoughts on this. Like, I wanted to like this movie far more than I did, and. Leading up to the release of this movie, something that John kept saying is that he thought that this movie had too many cooks in the kitchen. And I feel like maybe that's the case, especially with the writing. Um, yeah, I, like, I don't know if it's too many cooks. I'm just like very, very confused about like, so again, there are like three different writers here. And I'm, I'm wondering like to what level of... Uh, involvement all of them had and maybe General Bucci only pitched a story maybe or maybe I'm wrong maybe all of them worked collaboratively on this movie or maybe maybe it's like Al Noah Zero he only wrote the first 15 minutes and everyone else wrote the other stuff honestly like we don't know we don't know but it doesn't feel like it's like I, I really like General Bucci I think he's a great writer and this one like I don't know this one feels like it has it doesn't have this sort of like the edge this sort of like extra that Guillermo Bucci has in most of his uh, scripts. I don't know. It just yeah. doesn't feel as like sharp as his other scripts. It, it, it doesn't. And it, like like you, it makes me seriously wonder exactly how much involvement he had in um, the writing. I mean, obviously, even the best have you know their fumbles, and maybe this is just one of his fumbles. I don't know. Um, I still generally recommend stuff written by Guillermo Bucci, though. Yeah, he's great. Um, Go watch Madoka yeah, Magica and uh, Fate Zero. For instance, he's I, great. I um, I, and like I said, I really wanted to like this more than I did. But if I had to give this a rating, I, I give it a six out of ten. Like visually and um and soundtrack wise, very stunning. But it really drops the ball when it comes to its story. Yeah, yeah, it's like. At the end of the day, I enjoyed my time with it. Again, it's a very quick watch. It's enjoyable, and I think its highs are like pretty good. Like they're mm. really, yep, they're they're good. Like again, give me just let me watch that pork roll all day, and the two leads just interacting with each other. I'm like, yeah, I'll be happy about it. I if if you're looking for something that you don't have to think too hard about, and you just want to have some escapism, and and you know, just just go with it, or have something on in the back, go do it. Bubble is is good. Yeah, it's on Netflix. For that. It's only but if you're looking, one hour if you're and forty looking, minutes. Yeah. For, if you're looking for a um, if you're looking for an anime movie that has a little more substance to its story, you're probably gonna want to look elsewhere. Yeah. Sadly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's just yeah, pretty much. And that's it. That's that's our review of of Bubble, not the Bubble, just Bubble. <laughs> like a bubble, it was short lived and it burst at the end. And it burst. The bam. Uh, <laughs> bam. Uh, yeah. Um, let us know below what you thought of Bubble. Um, if you have watched it. Um, if you agree with us. If you disagree with us. Um, the next time we get together for a movie review, I am the one that's choosing it. And I have chosen to review A Whisker Away. So Yeah. I'm, time for some I, cats. I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know there are a couple people in our Discord server who have said the last couple of movies that I, in particular, have chosen to review have been um, somewhat heavy and depressing. So I wanted to go with something a little more, um, a little more light. <laughs> yeah, right. Redline was so depressing. <laughs> did I choose Redline? I did Either choose Redline. It was you. Yeah. Yeah. Let me I set the record straight, because I was in a red line. is a masterpiece, a 10 out of 10, that will outlive all of us. It's fucking great. There, I, I don't think piece. it's a 10 out of 10, but I definitely think it's worth watching and very good. It's a 10 out of 10. Fucking fight me. 
But anyway, <laughs> go watch our, our Red Blind review to figure that out. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to Whisper Away. A, a whisper, a whisker away. A whisper away. Is that the, the triple X version? Oh my God. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so thank you all there for dropping in uh, to listen to us talk about uh, Bubble. Check the description below to find links to Anime Club After Dark on Twitch, on social media, and on Discord. Uh, we have a merch store, which uh, you can check out below as well. Any purchases you make there do really, really help us out. Uh, with that, I have been your host, Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, and it's I. Goodnight. Gotta go pop that bubble. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, boy. <laughs>